0: Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, and that is Matt. We, of course, talk about movies on this show. New films, although this one's not as new as we sometimes mm-hmm. get to. We uh, we had a quiet week, so we thought we'd check out something we'd be mean to, and that is uh, a film that came out on Netflix last month. It's called Oakja. Uh, so we'll start this off spoiler-free, as we typically do, and then somewhere in the middle we'll give you a warning about spoilers, and then we can, we can go into it. So... Um what is Okja? Okja is a film by Jun Bong, uh who is a Korean director who has made a number of films. I've seen actually most of them, uh, so mm. I've got I've got a good uh, basis for comparison here with his other work. Um uh notably he 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 made Memories of Murder. And a film called Mother, uh, which are my two favourites of his. Uh, he also made Snowpiercer, which uh, was his first English-speaking film, so a lot more people will be familiar with that. He also made The Host, which a lot of people are familiar with if you're into Korean cinema. So he's done done a lot of noble things. Like he's 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 a name. He's a name these days. Uh, so this is it's kind of a weird half and half movie where uh, some of it uh, some of the characters are Korean. Uh, some of it takes place in Korea, mm-hmm. uh, South Korea specifically, and. Uh, the, you know, so you've got this character, these characters, and it's a basically about a new genetically modified super pig. Uh, which you know, the food's running out, so this this company decides to make these super pigs and sends them out to all these farmers around the world to take care of them for ten years until they're grown full size. Uh, mostly as a publicity stunt to show that they're all being taken care of to the public, mm-hmm. and it's not just you know inhumane and all the rest of it and uh so the the main bulk of the film though is our main super pig uh Okja that's that's her name uh and a little girl named Mija uh who's Korean and she she in an orchard of Bondy, They're like family. Like they, they, they hang out together. They go in the the forest mm-hmm. together and they, they hunt together. They pick food. Well, not hunt, but they pick food together. They get fruit. You know, they go, they go, swimming together. They are very, very sweet. Very, you see this relationship kind of like over the first like chunk of the movie, um. But of course, this ten year sort of time runs out and the company comes calling for their super pig to show off and pr- presumably then. Cut up and sell off in packets we, of food. That's so.
1: my whole thing. I get that it was a publicity angle mm-hmm. and stuff, but like, seemed a long way to go if you're just going to serve him up all his food. You know?
0: Like, it, 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 well, I'll get to that. You're you kind of jumping ahead a little bit because I usually ask the question, Matt, if you enjoyed it, and you're kind of you're playing your hand a little bit because you, you yeah, That's
1: a little, but I liked all that stuff in the beginning. Like, them in the forest and it felt like not a disney movie but like just a wholesome you know like kid and their animal running around and mm. so and i like that and the 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 way that he shot everything sometimes i forgot it was just a purely cg creature but not in the way like like an apes cuz it's photorealistic it just
0: yeah, the, c- felt, the CG's not that good. It's it's yeah. it's pretty good. It's not amazing. There are times when mm-hmm. it does feel just not quite right. Uh but it's mostly pretty decent.
1: Yeah, but it felt like a a real creature and I feel like that goes a long way.
0: Yeah, the the, uh, the way it acted, its mannerisms, mm-hmm. uh the, the way it like reacts to certain things. Definitely an, an intelligent creature. Uh yeah. it figures things out. It, it problem solves something quite early on. Uh that it shows a that it cares about uh, media. It's, it's you mm-hmm. know it's a two way relationship. It's not just one side where she's like obsessed with her pet. It's like a two way right. thing. Um, They're partners. And uh, it shows that it, it, mm-hmm. she can problem solve. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it really set, really sets her up. And yeah, so it, this was a movie that was I was sort of going into thinking, oh, this is potentially going to be one of these movies where I'm going to be terrified of what's going to happen to Okja for mm-hmm. a long part of the runtime. Uh, and to, to a point that is kind of what, what happens is you end up sort of worrying about oh are they going to, are the mean business people going to cut them up and mm. sell them and eat them and whatever else um, but I will say I liked the movie um, I, I did like it overall I thought there was a lot of really good sex sections of the movie that I, I really enjoyed um, I do. What's funny though is that, and I've noticed this trend with this director. Outside of those two movies that I said were my favourites of his, which were uh, Memories mm-hmm. of Murder and Mother, um, a lot of his films have this thing where they're they're pretty good and t- to a point, but there's just something quite just just missing that stops them from being great. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that that stays true for here because there's a lot of things in this I really liked. Uh, I think Midge is a fantastic character. Yep. Uh, she was cracking me up. Basically, once Okja once is taken, and that becomes the plot of the movie, is her trying to get him back, she turns into this strong-headed, little Steven Seagal action hero. Uh, yeah. She she does things I was never expecting a kid to be doing in this movie. Yeah,
1: because cause you see her just traversing through the forest and picking up fruit and, and fish and whatnot. Yeah, and and
0: I, I, and I don't want to spoil it, but when she gets to the city and she starts uh-huh. doing stuff, it's like, holy, did they get Van Damme to, Like, come in and play this yeah. kid? Like, <laughs> like, it's I insane. also liked her
1: relationship with her grandfather, because when she starts to get upset because they're coming to take the, to Oakja. like they knew, like grandpa knew when he took on this creature in 10 years, mm. but she doesn't because this is like her partner. Their whole reaction or conversation and his reaction to it, I really liked because she acts like a kid and he kind of knew this is how she would react, so
0: yeah, you know. But I, obviously, he underestimated just how strongly she felt uh, on this matter
1: <laughs> exactly. Not that she was gonna take it upon herself to be a one woman rescue team, so I thought that was pretty great. There's
0: also there was a moment in the middle of the movie that made me think of you with her. Why? Uh, but, but they try to get her to take a photo and she just snaps something in half, and I just thought of you. Uh, <laughs> I just—it feel like a mad thing to do, uh, yeah. but so no. Nah, so I really like her character. I like her relationship with Okja, Um and I like—I I do like a lot of what the movie's saying. It's, it's a lot of it's about, uh, of course, like and obviously there's the on the surface reading of this movie where you're talking about oh is it about you know ve- you know being a vegetarian and not mm-hmm. you know the mass production of animals and how they're treated mm-hmm. and all that. There is definitely stuff of like that in there, but I think on top of that, what it's really about is the illusion above that where it's like okay people don't want to know what's actually happening so mm-hmm. they get sold the lie and i feel like that's what the movie's really about it's about disguising what's really happening
1: yeah and that's so i was i started watching this solo this morning and my wife came downstairs and you know <laughs> watching the silver breakfast that, that, that was a bit of a mistake um
0: <laughs> well, i didn't realize it was going to that, depends, that point. depends what you were having i suppose if you were sitting eating cereal not that bad
1: no, but having sausage and eggs
0: is kind is <laughs> of,
1: and and I get that, and I know where our food comes from, and I, you know, when when we shop, we do try to keep that in mind. We don't buy from certain brands because you know how they treat animals. But at the end of the day, food comes from somewhere, and I feel like in our culture we've kind of forgotten that with the mass production, and so that that part didn't bother me as much as as it was the corporate stuff. I liked what he had to say there about oh, yeah. you
0: know it, it was the uh, it, it was the putting the 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 image over it to like trick people mm-hmm. uh, to say yeah. no no everything's okay this is this is what's happening yeah. this is what's going on and there's a was a really subtle thing actually it's when Midra gets to the, the the lobby of the the building she's trying to get Okja back mm-hmm. and there's was a great thing when she's running through there she knocks over a plant and mm-hmm. the plant's actually when it falls over you see it's actually hooked in to a, like, a cable it's fake. And I really, that was just like a really subtle thing that even the plant in the lobby of the company is just uh, an illusion. Yeah. It's not a real thing. And I thought that was a big thing in the movie was the uh, just the, the image that's put out there and all the secrecy and what's really going on and the stuff that people don't even want to know about. Um, and you know when you actually see kind of how they do all this stuff and it does feel kind of horrific because they've given us one of one of the super pigs they've given us this character that we do care about who does have a connection (laughs) to someone Um, and obviously i think a big thing for me though is that these super pigs aren't just super in the sense that they're they're big and have a lot of meat is that they're much smarter okja is a smart creature uh we see it in problem solving just the way just the way she reacts and thinks about people you know I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think actual pigs form attachments to people the same way that Octor does.
1: Not in the same way, but it's it's close. They've done studies that pigs hmm. have the equivalent uh, intelligence of a three year old child. Okay. You know, at the same time though, when you're raising pigs, you don't get attachment to them. Like, so if you bring a pet into the uh, pig into the house, like keep it like a pet, then yeah, you can treat it like a dog or a cat. And it'll learn from you. But they're also creatures that, when they get back out to the wild, they turn feral really quick. They start growing tusks like a boar and get wild real fast. So it's this weird baseline that they'll react, they'll put out what you put into them, you know? So, and they're also very tasty, which is, it's a weird, you know, double edged sword there.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how the movie starts. The movie starts with basically. Uh, uh, Tilda Swinton's character like making her pitch mm-hmm. like 10 years ago she's like making this pitch to the, the press as to what they're doing here and she mm-hmm. ends it with like, yeah all, all this yeah we have to make you know this happy upbringing everything's done by the book it's all very pleasant mm-hmm. and then it's like no and we also need to make sure they taste good uh, and she even drops an F-bomb when she says it and it's just is yes. this this like
1: what's well, a crack in the veneer yeah it's like
0: yeah, we're, we're presenting you all this like this presentation these lies we've got Jake Gyllenhaal is this you know I don't even know what he called. TV personality who yeah, does animal he's programs. He's a wildlife host. Like, yeah, and he he he's like you know hamming up something awful in this in a good way. Like he's intentionally being yeah. this sleazeball who's just there, there's there's a
1: part towards the end where they're doing a big presentation, and there's a part of the stage that lifts up, mm. and if you watch him, he's standing on it almost like he forgot there's a part of the stage, mm. and then he just plays it off, and I was like. Was that supposed to happen, or was that strictly Gyllenhaal getting into character? But I think
0: yeah, he, he's, he's underrated
1: as an actor. I think
0: he, yeah, he, he's very good. I mean, obviously, this isn't—he's this is this is very much a small performance for him. This is not Nate Crawler yeah. where He's you know he's acting no. circles around people. This this is just—he's having a little bit of fun. This is a little goofy performance that he got to do mm-hmm. for you know probably, you know, he worked maybe a week on this movie, got got all yeah. these scenes in and when, he,
1: when you first see him, he's all out of breath and sweaty from hiking up that mountain and it's like, well, wait a minute dude, you're a wildlife guy, like this should be your bag.
0: Well, right away, yeah, again the illusion yeah. of what he puts out exactly. there but what, he, what exactly. he really is, that was a big theme throughout this movie mm-hmm. um, and staying true to like, actually being real and not being phony because we, we meet the other characters, they're Paul Daniel's group, like, and their yeah. big thing is like no, no, we, we don't want to be phony, we want to be truthful and always be right. on on the up and up, um, and when someone breaks that, it, you know it gets heated. And I think that's yeah. the, their big thing is as the opposition in the movies, they don't want to be funny; they want to actually do what they're saying right. they're doing and be what they say they are. Um, and I, I think that's actually, I think that's actually a bigger theme in the film than just the because I mean, obviously, yeah, you could look at this and go, yeah, it's vegetarian propaganda. And t- I think the ending kind of played like that for me a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, that's. That's my biggest
1: problem, not to jump ahead, was, was the ending and...
0: I mean, how we're still, be- sp- still spoiler-free, yeah. by the way, before you... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But how it becomes a propaganda, I feel like. I feel like all the goodwill that he built getting up there... Because the emotion's there. My problem's not with the emotion, it's the execution.
0: Yeah, the emotion's are there. The IDs are there. Um, I also... Honestly, my biggest problem, though, with the third act is actually that... The, the end of the first act, like sort of the end of the first act, in into act two when the, the sort of the, when Oakja's taken and she really sort mm-hmm. of becomes a little action hero. There's some really good impressive action sequences and chase sequences, and yep. I was like, "Oh man!" And for the rest of the movie, I was kind of waiting for like, right, I want her to get to Oakja and I want things to get nuts. Like I want, I, like I, I was expecting some big action sort of set piece for the third act, and it never oh, yeah, came. No. It was yeah. like it was almost like after the stuff at the end of act one, start of act two. Uh, it just never had any interest in going back down that path, and I thought that was weird. Like I, I felt kind of, and I get that it's going for this downbeat kind of. I, I get the point here actually because it does. Instead of doing that, it kind of like gets more realistic, I guess, as it goes on because it, it yeah. becomes more cold and sterile. And even you know that the resolution to the end is you know as much as you know it has the outcome that maybe some people want, it still has the sterile coldness to it where it's just okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, Think
1: things are fine, but they're not fine.
0: Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, so we'll get yeah. a little more of that, obviously, in spoilers when we can talk about what happens at the end, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so... So, yeah, I, I think it's good. I, I think it's good. I think it's maybe a little bit too long. Yeah. Uh, it, it's two full hours, and I feel like maybe 20 minutes less would have uh, benefited mm-hmm.
1: it. He... Um, I noticed that. That was with with Snowpiercer, too. There, mm-hmm. He... The director likes to take moments... Which I can appreciate, you know. But then it, when it starts to drag in the middle because he's focusing on these moments, it could have been trimmed a little and you not lose anything.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's okay to do it that way, but I think he, ha- he focuses on these moments but he has too many scenes of them. Uh, whereas yeah. the smart thing to do would have been to condense them into some of the same scenes and then let them... St- still have them drawn out as long as he wants, but they'd all have the mm-hmm. same... all the information would be in the one scene rather than spread over three or four. Um, right. And... There's good stuff in there. Like, There's actually some really good ideas. When it gets to that middle chunk and there's a lot more corporate stuff comes into it, there's some great moments yeah. in those scenes. Uh, they just feel like they go on a little bit too long, uh, mm-hmm. as you say. Um, it's actually really comparable to Snowpiercer in a lot of ways for me, because Snowpiercer, again, I like Snowpiercer quite a bit, um, but I do think it falls short of maybe reaching for the heights that it's like kind of aiming for at the end. I think, that, yeah. again, the third act for me is the weakest part of that movie, and I don't know if I'd say that about this one. I mean, Act Two arguably might be the weakest, but Act Three, Snowpiercer, is the weakest for me. And I get, I, but I'm not the sole opinion, or I'm not like I, there's plenty of people who love Snowpiercer and like praise it to the high heavens and think it's a great yeah. film, like think it really does what it sets out to do. And I don't. I think it I, for me, Snowpiercer is a really good B movie. It's a really silly premise about society living on a train in a frozen mm-hmm. apocalypse. And there's a lot of really cool action sequences. I I enjoy that movie as a B-action movie uh, with some fun ideas. Yeah. Uh, When I I start taking that movie... I like the
1: funness of it, but when he starts getting heady, especially in that third act, and it becomes a conversation between two people, I'm just like, well, weird.
0: And and that scene works great in another movie, but the problem with Snowpiercer is that the, the, the concept on its own is so inherently silly that it's mm-hmm. hard to take it that seriously though that's not the problem here. Everything here is as much as we've got this giant c g super pig, everything else that's going on is actually relatively grounded yeah outside of
1: maybe
0: just outside of maybe a couple of the moments where people should probably be dead, given what just happened yeah. to them, outside of a couple of moments like that the the actual yeah. themes of what's going on are actually relatively just all grounded in like something that's real.
1: Yeah, well, that's like I was going to say. The, the whole ALF storyline, we keep checking back in with them. I I like that, you know, how grounded they are. And it's the same, like, six people because it's such a uh, – ALF might be a bigger group, but the people on this, you know, mission have to be. So when, when something bad happens to one of them, you know, it affects the entire group, you know, versus just them going, oh, okay, well – now we, we don't have that person, we'll just move on. Like, it mm. makes their job more difficult. And I like that they, he took the time, again, takes the time to to build that. Like, I don't... I like the pieces with the overall picture, I guess, in itself, I do have problems with.
0: Yeah, I like a lot of the pieces. Uh, the overall thing, when it comes together, it feels like it's just, it's missing something, or some of the execution's just not quite right to make it hit as hard as it... Because I feel like... All the individual things are there, and I like all the individual things. It just doesn't quite add up to the whole that I that would make it a great movie. As it is, I like it quite a bit, but not. Um, I don't love it. As uh, we're yeah. kind of landing on it, uh, so I think we will going to spoilers know? now. So, so full spoilers from this point on, for just so we can now uh, get into mm-hmm. the, the the things we're talking about. Uh, so. Yeah, so so by far but because I like the opening like 20 30 minutes when it's you know horn in the forest with oak and they're, they're setting up the relationship that stuff was good um I thought it was maybe lacking some music like it, it felt a little bit yeah. uh I don't know like I had this weird tone to it because there was no like music sort of building to it but um really movie really picked up for me though is when Ultra was taken and she immediately is like Screw you, I'm gonna get him back, or get her back, mm-hmm. sorry. And she's just like, you know, empties her our, our piggy bank, she's grabbing her, like, her, our, our, you know, her. Our- pouch with all her tools in yep. it and her whatever else and she runs off and she, she's like sliding down the hills like trying, and she's like all of a sudden like, and that's just like a tease of what's to come like when she gets to the city like there's the moment the exact moment where I'm like okay I love this this little girl she's a badass mm-hmm. it's when she's in the reception office and no one's like talking to her and they're all in her and she just starts to back up and I'm like she's yeah. not going to try and break through that glass is she? And and she does she backs up well that's the thing is she makes this big run and she, like, jumps into the glass, and it just, like, bounces, she just bounces back. <laughs> she bounces off of it. Yeah, and it's wobbling, and I uh-huh. thought, okay, obviously that wasn't going to work. And then the receptionist comes back out, and it's still wobbling as if it's, like, getting uh-huh. to that fever pitch, and then it breaks, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah. she actually did it. <laughs> and then she's, like, running around the building, and they're trying to, like, catch. And then, mm-hmm. when she gets to the truck that's got oak in it, and it's transporting them to the airport to be taken to the U.S., mm-hmm. And she's, like, hanging off the back of the truck. She, she's yeah. on the top of the truck. She, she runs
1: off the... and jumps off the overpass onto the top of the truck.
0: Yeah, she's full-on action hero. It is insane. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm digging this. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. digging this insane side to this movie. It's, it's, it's yeah. doing stuff for me. And that, that's when, you know, the, the ALF came out. And that they're basically... Yeah. Uh, obviously activist group who kind of like they wear balaclavas and they're, they're sort of doing these siege things where they're trying to like, interfere with like the, the companies yeah. doing stuff to the animals but as they point out as they're doing it and this was a really funny idea to me is that they're kind of friendly terrorists where they say but well, they don't yeah. hurt anyone they make sure they don't hurt anyone and they, they repeatedly yeah. tell them we're not going to hurt you like seriously we, we don't do anything bad and they actually have weapons that are all kind of safe like Yes. Yeah. At first, I thought one of them had a gun, but it's actually like a little like fire extinguisher. It just like shoots out like you know mm-hmm. vapor Fun. at someone. Yeah, yeah. It's just, that's all it is. Um, yeah. So it's this idea but, of this which
1: goes along with their mission. You yeah. know, because they're that you can't hurt somebody because they're hurting somebody. You know what I mean?
0: Like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You gotta you gotta go above. And that's, I I didn't realize Paul Dano was his this until he took off his hood. See, I I knew
0: I knew he was in this and as soon as he came on with the balaclava I knew it was him. I could tell just from the the little I could recognize
1: the voice, but I was like, who is that? And same with Lily Collins. It was like I know I've seen her before, but I wasn't quite sure where from. Mm. So those were nice surprises. Because I went into this basically not not completely blind, like I knew what it was kind of about, but What uh, what was uh, places I wasn't expecting.
0: What was Lily Collins in before?
1: Uh, she was in Mirror Mirror. She's been, you know, in, in small movies oh, okay. that I've seen here. And there. Yeah, she has a very recognizable face.
0: Okay, uh, I, I, I didn't know her. Um, okay. Obviously, uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead is also on here. <laughs> that was
1: another one that I was like, how do I know him? And when I pulled up the actor, I was like, oh yeah,
0: hmm. he's
1: Walking Dead, which I don't watch. So, but I've seen him all over the uh, like like promotional stuff.
0: Yeah, so so Netflix not skimping on a reasonable cast to fill out no. the
1: movie. No, 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 um, so. and In uh, the the driver too during that scene where where she's on the roof, and the guy that works for the company is like, "Are we going to make that bridge?" <laughs> and the driver's like, "Oh yeah, we're fine." And then just his whole flippancy, just it kills me when when bad stuff starts going on.
0: Yeah, he just doesn't and, care. He's just like, oh, yeah. well, it's the company's problem. It's not my my, my exactly. thing. Who cares? No, they'll, they'll fix the truck. He's like, yeah, I have,
1: I work, I have a corporate driver's license, but I, I don't have, ins- or I don't have workers' comp. So he stops because he's not going to get himself hurt. And
0: yeah, in fact, I, I, I like him. I, I'll tell you this: there's a moment where I audibly gasped. It's, it's after that moment. They're in the tunnel, and uh, Mija's like still hiding in the back of the truck. She eventually, like the the other truck, rams into them or whatever, and yeah. she gets knocked off and it's going so fast i audibly gasped i thought she was dead i thought yeah. this was about to go super dark and she's okay and that's where i'm saying okay this is the action movie part where just oh <laughs> she's she, she, she should probably be dead or at least paralyzed yeah. after that but she yeah. was okay well
1: and then the alf guys jump off into the water from the bridge yeah yeah from a moving vehicle and i was like okay, oh, yeah, action movie it's cool like don't, don't forget that water's like concrete from that level
0: yeah. Mm. yeah but even like the idea that uh, Glenn who's translating because you know Media can't speak yeah. English uh, and they asked like, for her permission to like let Okja kind of almost go undercover right. into the the lab so they can like you know put right. a camera on them and like monitor what's going on in there so they can like, expose what's happening and right. she she actually didn't say yes she says no I want to go back to the mountains with Okja right. but uh, you know Glenn I'm saying Glenn because that's who he is in Walking Dead yeah. but Okay yeah he 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 actually lies and says no uh she she agrees like he he just pretends yep. that's what she said and again that t- ties into the theme of what's actually being said and shown and what's being like what's what the illusion of it is uh, and I like that you know the whole facade on top of things e- even till the Swinton thing she's playing twin sisters and yeah. the idea that this more evil sister who's cold and everyone hates isn't in charge of the company anymore it's this new one uh, mm-hmm. but the new one is the one who's trying to like oh let's pretend everything's okay let's give the public a nice image yeah. and beep beep. And where
1: her sister's just like I don't care what the public image is we're here to make money we're not here for feelings and hugs
0: yeah, Man. but again, I, I thought
1: when was good playing that because she, yeah. she does both very well.
0: But I, again, that ties into the themes because the, the, the nicer sister, quote unquote, is still trying to achieve that goal. She just wants to have this facade on top of it, uh, yeah. and I think, I think that's really what the movie is really getting at is here is this idea of like not knowing what's behind it because maybe you don't want to know what's behind it. Maybe you want the illusion. Right. Uh, so no, I thought thought that was I thought that was a big thing. Uh, so I, I love that whole section of the movie. All all the car chasing, the Oakjaw on the streets when she gets him back or gets her back for a second, uh, all that stuff, uh, really fun. Then, then it gets to the corporate stuff, and I still kind of like this stuff because the whole idea here is that they're going to perverse what we've just seen because they have this idea. Uh, Let's bring the girl in because it's all over YouTube. Like, there's there's footage yeah. of like you know security guards, you know, grabbing this little girl and carrying her off as she's trying to like kick and fight her way back to Oakjaw. And she's like, yeah. let's bring let's bring her to New York. Let's us have her, and we'll we'll use this as publicity. We'll we'll reunite them on camera. It'll be." This. And she's perverting it. She she's taking what actually happened and turning it into her weird facade, her cover into story. story. Like, yeah, yeah. And it feels like super like gross. And you're like, "Ugh, like stop yeah. it." Uh, my favorite part of that scene though is that she's like, "Oh, she'll be the new face of the company." And at the start of the movie, they introduced Jake Gyllenhaal's character as the face mm-hmm. of the company, and. When she says that he's not in the room, he's like in another room, like behind a couple of glass windows, and you just see him like get up in the background, uh, and you can't really make out it's him quite yet, and he just walks in, and just the look yeah. in his face, and you can tell that he's upset that he's been replaced yeah. by a little girl, uh, and that was cracking me up. So I thought it was fine, um, but now so so all that stuff was good, um, but it does lose a little bit of steam here in this middle portion of the movie. Yeah, and then the whole ending where so you, so you, you, what do you think is going to happen? They set up this heist. Kind of thing this big unveiling where they're going to have Okja and Mija reunited on stage in front of a crowd and uh, basically you know Paul Dano's character and his group have all set up that they're going to they're going to rescue him or rescue her so mm-hmm. I keep I just keep saying him for Okja. For, I, I assumed it was a, a male for some reason until they started mentioning it was a her and yeah. in my head I'm just still referring back to it but so. And you think, okay, right? So there's going to be this big high scene, and we're going to get this big last action scene of like her. And I thought the movie was going to end here. I thought it was going to be the big climax. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Oakshire, something's not quite right because we let's not gloss over the fact that we essentially had the Oakshire rape scene uh, before this. When it, when she's taken into the lab, uh, mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, who's drunk, brings in a male uh, super pig, and we just see the reactions of uh, some of the characters watching on the yeah. screens. Uh, and it's very disturbing um, because we know she's an intelligent animal. She's a very intelligent right. creature. And kind of like what you were talking about earlier about how pigs changing their you know going mm-hmm. wild again very quickly. Uh, when yeah. Octorious unveiled here at the end in front of the crowd, she's like she doesn't hug Mija like she has been. She, she's no. she's kind of angry. She's like bloodshot in her eyes. She's kind of kind of rabid almost. And yeah. well, she well she's been
1: so, mistreated, and that's. So, and that, that's here's my problem is so so she's the best right they they put 26 out and mm-hmm. we're going to raise them all in, in different places and it's all about animal welfare and then you're going to bring them back and you're you're going to basically torture them and i just so what was the point of sending the 26 out besides
0: it was public image like, um,
1: yeah but even in the public image like
0: and to be fair, just, the, the, the torturing wasn't uh, condoned. That was uh, Hall character's going... That was him going rogue. He was he was ordered not to uh, do any harm to her.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they still took pieces of him, right, uh, and taste tested.
0: Oh, but, again, that was him going off book.
1: Oh, see, I didn't realise he was going off book because...
0: He, cause, yeah, cause then he, they, because he had that whole thing where he's sitting there drunk and he says, oh, I've been ordered not to do anything that will show mm-hmm. at least... And then he like grabs his device. I I got the feeling anyway that he was going off book. He he was doing this out of spite. Uh, because
1: I mean, then I thought because when we get to the end and they're all at the the factory farm, and they're they're getting ready to process them. Because
0: yeah, that, that was like, different, of course, because that was the the sister took over and she changed the plan. She was like, no, let's just kill uh, okay. them all. Remember, remember, she said that she was like she was because I know st- that. But so
1: I thought, but see, I thought that was the the, the, the good sister Lucy. I thought that was her
0: plan, also. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I I think she. said that
1: they're delicious. That's why.
0: Well, yeah, but that's all the ones they've got. Like, these 26 they sent Mm -hmm. out aren't. Like, that's not all of them. They've got thousands of them in this, like, slaughterhouse ready to go. Which you see at the end. These 26 are for the public image that these are all being taken care of and this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And. That's
1: what I mean about the public image. So. You're you doing it for the public image, even if you're being a, a shady corporate structure. Do you think you want to keep those at least some of those twenty six alive?
0: Well, like no, the the, no, they were going to keep them alive. Okay, I think you've misunderstood this. They were never I, going to kill. They were, they were never going to kill at least the winner. I don't know about the rest of the twenty five. Maybe they were going to kill them, but I don't think Okja was originally actually in danger of that happening. Okay. Uh, at least not right away maybe later when like everything's died down and no one's paying attention sure that was my
1: big problem is it didn't seem that like even if you're being a shady corporation and you're you're gonna backhand all this stuff like to make a big publicity you know that'd be like sea world being like yeah
0: because i'm on shamu that was the whole point though is when the other sister took over after this whole uh, this all went to shit uh mm-hmm. like the guy even says to her, do you even want a uh, Gus from Breaking Bad actually right. <laughs> um, uh, who's is in this movie as well. Uh like they they ask her, like, or oh, even the winner, like are we even killing him? Yeah. It's like, yeah, everyone, not an exception. That that was a change. That was like a change okay. in the plan. She she altered it at that that exact moment in the movie. Uh so so that was a whole thing. Um So we so we end the movie with this big this scene where Mija is trying to get into the the the, you know, the slaughterhouse essentially as Oak just on the assembly line going in to be killed with the, with the whole you know gun, and yeah. she's rushing in and she just gets there just in time. She's about to be killed, and uh, Mija goes up to the guy holding, and he's just doing his job. He's not even thinking about what he's doing. He's yeah, just, and
1: that, again, that's the factory farm. My my wife yeah. gasped because now we're we're watching this, and I was like, honey, yeah, it sucks, but where where do you think the the meat that we are eating for dinner comes from? Like, you know, it's one of those realizations. It's like, yeah, it's not nice, but hey. Yeah. Well, it, um, even wor-
0: it's even worse here, though, because we've seen how intelligent uh, these creatures are. They, they, they've, been, yeah. they've been bred yeah. purely for meat, but they're actually quite smart, and it's like, eh, you, yeah. we're, we're crossing a line here. There's a reason why we don't eat certain animals. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. Oh, for you do. Um, but, so yeah, it's, it's this whole thing, and she pulls out a photograph. Major pulls out this photograph of her hugging a little uh, oak jar when she was younger. Mm. Um, Maybe. And yeah. the guy who, who hold, you know holding the gun sort of pauses, and that's when Tilda Sweat and the Evil Sister comes in, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't care if you're attached, kill yeah. it. Why is it not it's, dead yet? It's our
1: product, like, yeah, know, we we." And that's the other thing that drove me nuts, and I know that's the point is you're just gonna treat these creatures like they're a product and not
0: but, actual living, breathing. But they actually are. Like, that's kind of how it's... it works.
1: No, I know, and that yeah. it goes into the corporate. You know, when when you can start patenting genetic modifications Mm. and you can start owning certain strains of grain and whatnot like it starts to get a little bit dangerous
0: it it, does especially with animals because the the, once they start being smart enough it's like okay at what point have you just made your own you know race of slaves basically right like you know when when does it cross that line
1: it's like the ethics of cloning too because we find out here that they're not exactly they're not exactly natural creatures that they just came across. They're kind of the product of mutation.
0: Oh yeah, because they're, they're of this company. Of yeah, that's completely science. like they claim they found some, some like yeah. one in Chile, but they didn't. We find it later. Like, that's all a lie. Like they, you know,
1: because we also find out that the the reason that the the good sister, I'm using quotes here, took over is because the one sister had overseen toxic dumping into a lake, and the lake exploded.
0: <laughs> the only and, lake that's ever exploded. <laughs> exploded.
1: Yeah. So. You kind of get the point that these, these – they're trying to make the best of this situation that they've – they it's like Jurassic Park. You're too busy seeing if you could. You never thought if you should. Mm. And now this is how they're dealing with the if you should. We're going to have mass-produced meat and, and whatnot. But yeah, it's a slippery slope. And I kind of like that Tillman Swett and the Evil Sister was just kind of strict to business. You know, if these feelings are what led to this, now we're we're gonna go without feelings and we're gonna fix the problem. I like how she was that distinct from her sister.
0: And of course, one of the things that was set up early on in the movie is that uh Meej's grandfather, uh, to mm. again, completely ill equipped when she decides to just leave. He can't even stop her. Like <laughs> dude, she's yeah. she's still quite young. You can you can make a go of this. But anyway, yeah. so she she he, he gave her this gold pig thing. But that's just a solid gold pig. It was like <laughs> yeah, like they wouldn't sell me oak because, like and I, I thought he was even lying that he'd even tried, but it seems like yeah. he did try and he just said no. Uh, so mm-hmm. he used the money and he bought all this gold pig instead. Because
1: and in their culture, that's how elders would, would pay for, you know, when, when the family got married, mm. that was kind of a dowry. You would give this this pig or a golden pig.
0: Yeah, so, so, so Miju up website at the golden pig and says, I want to buy Okja. I want to buy Okja right now, alive. Uh, and get because of the pig and tell the Sweat and bites it to test. It. He's like, oh, this is worth a lot of money, yeah sure, done. Uh make sure our uh, client and her purchase are made home safe. And yep. at, but as they're leaving we get this thing, it's almost like they're walking out of a concentration camp but all the other yeah. creatures, all the other super pigs are all to the point where like uh, a mother like pushes like you know the electric fence. So they hurt themselves holding up the fence cable, so the, the the baby super pig can get out. And just as the guards about to turn around, there's this little sweet moment where Oakja uh, put, puts it in its mouth uh, because right. we've seen that she can do that. That was, was a great shot when Jake Gyllenhaal first shows up, where yeah. uh, Mija is like, she's, I think she's brushing Oakja's teeth, but she's basically right yeah. in the mouth, and her in legs are just hanging out.
1: Yeah, and, and they call these things super pigs, but they're really like a like a hippo kind of, yeah, with yeah. floppy ears, you know. Hefo-elephant, so,
0: so kind of, with like a the playfulness yeah. of a dog. That, yeah. <laughs> that's my, my description yeah. of his description. Just, just
1: in case somehow you've made it this far and you haven't seen the movie or know what Oakja looks like, that was... So yeah, she's got this big, massive mouth that we've seen can hold at least, you know, um, Mija. So that was a nice little touch, that they, they get the, the baby out. Um, right under the, the nose but, of the, the guards.
0: yeah but it's super sad because you're leaving all these and it, it looks like they're all like terrified of dying and they're, they're kind of realising yeah. this is what's there for them uh, and we end you know we're back in the mountains with the grandfather and we see you know little, little baby super pigs having fun jumping in the water and they, they come home for dinner and we just sit there and the final shot is them all you know just sitting there in silence having dinner and you know me just happy but there is this kind of bittersweetness to it where okay I got what I wanted but oh, I've seen, the cost? I've seen how things. It's not so much as a cost. Like I don't think, I don't think she's lost anything necessarily in getting mm-hmm. all back. But it's more just that she's seen all the screwed up things that are going on now, and how many other, mm-hmm. pe- how, how many creatures like Oksha are out there and are just being killed. Like, right. She got the, she got hers back. But how many of other innocent lives uh, of right. you know super pigs are at stake? And it's, it has this real bittersweet ending to it, where it's like, okay, I saved the one and t- technically two, you saved the baby as well, but yeah. you know, I got my ultra my back, but what about all the other ultra's like right, and uh it's that's just kinda of bittersweetness, of it's this the double edged sword at the end where it's like, okay, yep. we kinda won, but the war's very much still kinda lost if you mm-hmm. see it that way.
1: Yep.
0: So yeah, I, did you watch
1: the post credit scene?
0: I did get to the post credit scene which did yeah. show that Paul Dano and Co are still very much at it uh yeah fun seeing a bus with with the guy the, the driver from Korea uh, who uh, was like you know didn't care about anything has joined up with this this team
1: well, he gave them their new their new motto that the the company it's like mirando mirando is fucked, yeah uh from his interview, and now he's joined them and and they all put on their hoods their their ski masks on this bus uh, while well, this old couple looked startled, which I thought that was a it's, it's, not not a, her it's not
0: even eye. a couple it's just one old woman because even the person sitting next to her also puts on a balaclava and she's just sitting there shocked and then eventually uh, I, think it's, I think it's Jay just sort of like hands out the uh, offers her a balaclava do you want one? yeah and she's just sitting there like pretty funny yeah that was like a little and I knew there was going to be a post credit sequence because on Netflix mm-hmm. when you get to the credits it shrinks the image yeah. but it didn't do that and if it doesn't do that you know there's going to be something later on
1: uh, yeah, so I fast forwarded until I saw a scene, mm-hmm. and then,
0: then yeah, it's yeah. So, so no, nah. so is uh, I said a lot of good things there. I think there's a lot of good story ideas in there. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of good scenes in there. I, I love all the action stuff. Uh, I do think the third act was missing that, but I think that was also very intentional. He went for a more realistic and very downbeat kind of depressing mm-hmm. ending. Where yeah, our character does get out. But it does have this kind of dark tinge to it. It's like, okay, we got what we wanted as an audience because Okja's okay, because we cared about Okja, but we feel kind of bad because all these other <laughs> creatures are, are doomed. And it, it it does leave you with this kind of sad feeling at the end of the movie, which, I don't get me wrong, I think is very much the point, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I don't know if I was expecting that when I started watching it. You know, I was kind of expecting more of a... Maybe not upbeat, but like yeah, I was expecting kind of like you say a Disney kind of esque thing where at the yeah. end like we kind of get the happy ending and it, where it's more bittersweet and that's that's surprising and often I'll, I'll like a bittersweet ending um, and I don't necessarily dislike it here either, but I just think there's maybe just a few things in the movie that it just it didn't quite add up to what, what it wanted to be, um, even though I I think all of the all the stuffs there like I liked a lot yeah. of things going on in here. Uh, that is, that said though, like, I don't want to sound too negative. Like I say, I, I feel like I've praised most of the, what I like about it more than I have anything else. It, it does get yeah. kind of dark at points so, uh, when they're trying to steal Okja and they basically fail, and all the guards are like punching our characters out. Like, man, they all get messed up. I mean, Mija at one point looks like she's got a black eye and like it's all swollen yeah. and stuff. Well, but... and that, that
1: it shows you too that these aren't the police; these are private security mm. from from the corporation. They don't have to follow laws, right? They're it's their job to get the the product,
0: what the product? Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Cattle. It, it, huh? Cattle? Maybe I don't know.
1: I guess it's it's you know they they're getting the the company's thing back you know <laughs> possession I guess
0: but, but yeah, it was what property is that the word you were looking for?
1: I guess property, but I don't want to be so like that seems so cold, but I guess yeah it's. <laughs> Cause my brain doesn't think about that. I don't think about animals as property, you know. I like,
0: know. Oh, I agree. I agree.
1: Um, yeah. So you know, but it, it reminded me of the the axe scene, the hatchet scene, in, in Snowpiercer, just to a lesser intensity, like the way that it yeah, was shot. Yeah, with, yeah. I with the slow mo and the visceralness to it. So
0: it was interesting seeing Paul Dano play a sympathetic character. I'm so used to. <laughs> not liking him, not because I, I dislike Paul Dano, just because he usually plays a slimy little villain.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Just uh what was the movie with him and Hugh Jackman, where you just look at him, prisoners. You will see him in the trailer, and you know, For, oh,
0: yeah, he's, prisoners. He's a creepy guy. Um. Oh, what else was it? It was kind like of. Uh, there person. will be blood. Yeah. He plays yeah a dual yeah.
1: character. One of them super nasty. Duh, Twelve Years a Slave. He was oh, in, in he was a in that. movie full of bad people. He's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, he stuck out in a movie right. full of slavers. He stuck out as being especially yeah. bad. Uh, maybe not as much as Michael Fassbender's character, admittedly, but like yeah. still quite yeah, bad. He's, he's the heavy. So, yeah, no, um, I think it's a good movie. I think it's worth watching if you like the idea of the movie. I think it's definitely worth checking out. I do think it just it just it falls just short of what it's trying to achieve. Uh, which is a Mm -hmm. shame but a lot of the individual stuff works quite well it just loses a little bit of steam a couple of moments um, a couple of sections of the movie it a bit of steam and just like if the third act didn't feel like it like I knew what it was doing I understand what it's doing I respect what it was doing it just didn't feel like it quite fit on to the movie that I had so far I was expecting more of a triumphant thing, and I get that you know denying me that as an audience member is kind of the point, and that's making the point that the film wants to make, and that that's good. I I do actually respect that a lot. Uh, it's just in this particular case, um, I, I guess it just wasn't something I was expecting from this uh, or what I was looking for, and it's left me feeling a little bit just like oh, okay, okay, that's where you went with it. That's fine, you know, rather than being enthusiastic and like. Um well there's other movies where if it did the bittersweet thing and subverted my expectations I'd have been like, Oh yeah, like that that challenged me, that did this, that did that. Uh whereas here I'm like but I wanted my triumphant ending with like major riding Oakja down to the sunset, you know? Like <laughs> part of me yeah. wanted that <laughs> uh but I get why it did that. I, I really do. So uh yeah. but no, good not quite great. So imagine what to rate this? This is the ratings mm-hmm. out of ten. Uh what are you feeling?
1: Um I'm going with a six, just because I don't think I liked it as much as you did. And, mm. again, it has the emotion, and it looks great, but the execution for me is like, like you said, it left me with a bad taste. Kinda.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to go a nudge higher. I'm going to go with a seven. Which, you know, good. Mm. You know, if I'm on the scale of... I've never went through all the numbers and said what they mean, but uh, you know, seven's good, eight's great, nine's amazing, ten's like a favourite. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think 7 out of 10. Um, maybe stretch to 7.5. Uh, but 7, I think, is what I'm going to land on. I, like I say, a lot of good things about it. I do think it's worth watching. I think, you know, Netflix doing these interesting films uh, as originals is good. I wish they made more of a fanfare yeah. when they released them, though, because I feel like they come and I, I like, oh, well, was that out last week? Oh, right, okay. There's, I guess, yeah, but,
1: there's just so many of them, too. Yeah.
0: Like, we, we had a really busy... because. It, uh, few weeks at the theatre, which is why we d- didn't get to this till now, but we we had it on yeah. the, the sort of to-do list for a while. Mm-hmm. So, so. Um, but there, there you go, that's that's all just so. Uh, by all means, let's know what you thought of the movie in the comments and stuff. Um, actually, I'll use this opportunity to announce something. Uh, a, a, a pilot, if you will, that me and Matt are going to be doing uh, in August, uh, for kind of it's basically just another episode of 1.21 gigawatts. Um, it may have like a little subheading just to like differentiate it a little bit, but it's basically since since we we typically don't have four new movies to talk about a month, we don't typically have like all Sundays you know filled. Uh, we we are going to be doing a a new little idea, and we might change it if we don't think it works. We'll maybe change it up a little bit, mm. but uh, we are going to do basically the idea is that we will cover a film, we'll talk about a film that one of us loves and the other one hates, and we'll see how that goes. Um, so we've got we've got a movie in mind for the. The pilot if you will that said future episodes mm-hmm. will be voted for by our patrons that'll be one of the perks they get is they'll be able to vote in that once a month there'll be one of these a month uh, going forward is the idea yeah. uh, but so you can expect the pilot of that uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks I imagine uh, and we'll yeah. uh, see how that goes uh, so um, and sometimes it may should be
1: entertaining to say the least
0: yeah, it should be, and sometimes it may not be a film that uh, both of us have already seen. It may be a case of one of us loves it and the other one will yeah. probably hate it. Which, and if they don't hate it, then that leads to a whole lot of things. Like, okay, why why didn't you hate that? You, yeah. I'd expected you to have that, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it opens up more to, to conversation because, you know, when we review things, it, you know, we can talk about it, but it's usually just, you know, like what we just did here, where we kind of synop, you know, plot out the movie and talk about stuff that worked and didn't work here is very much the like best case scenario how the hell do you like that and why and then just kind of having a conversation over it you almost you almost threw, you he, almost argue offline you, all the Matt, time.
0: you almost threw everything we ever do on this channel under the bus oh that's all shit because but this is a good idea because we're actually no, fighting no, no. this
1: <laughs> no because I feel I said almost I said almost
0: lot. not quite but I felt like yeah. you almost went there
1: i just want to point to the dunkirk review from last week where okay yeah we almost didn't know what to do because we were so on the same side and i expected going in differently
0: mm. so and that's not know, always the case in fact actually yeah. there's a certain movie from last year that matt hasn't seen and he said he was never going to watch it if we're doing this idea he is watching it and we're going to see the train wreck that ensues with that conversation <laughs> Because I I will come exactly. swinging. Exactly, that, that's where this comes from. Yes. I will come swinging. There won't always be ones that I love and Matt hate. so we'll, we'll definitely flip it and see uh, where we can land yeah. uh, the other way around as yeah. well. Uh, but that's the thing that's coming, so... Uh... Look, look forward to that. But that is us. That is uh, this episode of 1.21 gigawatts, so let us know what you think of Okja in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, mm-hmm. uh, as mentioned, go over to patreon.com slash mailfuzzTV. Check out some of the bonuses over there. Uh, but otherwise, guys, that is us. So thank you very much once again for watching. We will see you next time. Goodbye.